Hello. Hi. Hey. Hello. Hi. Can Can you hear me? I can. Can you hear me? Oh my god! I can. I can totally hear you. Hey. Hi. I'm here. Are you here? I'm here. I'm here. Wow. Wow. Well. Welcome to the the worst day of my life. Our lives. Yeah. 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 The the worst day of both all of our lives. Uh, my name's Cherish. I'm Laura. It's the podcast where we talk about all the worst things and make you feel a little bit better about the bad things that maybe happened to you today. Just an inchy bit. And now the podcast has twice as much belching. Speaking of belching, this is a perfect segue. (laughs) Oh, God. (laughs) I went home to Washington to visit. Was that last year? Uh-uh. No, it was uh-uh. it was a while ago. It was many years ago because I was still married to your brother. Well, no, that was when it happened. So um, I went home to visit, and uh, you know we're we're talking about whatever, just swapping swapping stories around the campfire. And uh, Cherish tells me that I went to Thanksgiving dinner at her parents' house, and I burped at the Thanksgiving <laughs> table really loud, which. Sounds like something I would do. However, mm-hmm. I was not in the best place at that time. <laughs> I don't, don't remember doing it. Mm-hmm. Wasn't under the influence. Like I, maybe I was stoned. It's yeah, possible. yeah, it for a sure. Very long time ago. But anyways, so I was like, God, that's embarrassing, and like not something I would do right now. Um, social cues. Uh, nice. Thank you. <laughs> and. uh so I'm, you know, I'm dealing with the fact that this has happened and whatever. I'm just like, embarrassment. Thanks, past Laura, for being a moron. Mm. I was going to say, if it makes you feel any better, I do that at my dinner table all the time. And my mom's eyes just dart over to me and then roll super hard. And then she shakes her head a little bit. And then she goes back to whatever she was doing. Like, it's just, it. and I live for it. Like that, like that. God, oh, <clears throat> <laughs> I want I, mom's I so tried cute. to make you a lady. <laughs> maybe that's maybe that's what my mom's so upset about. Maybe that's what it, it can be. <laughs> my mom was upset about it for a long time. Oh my god. The next day we wake up and Cherish says my parents are coming over. And I'm like, fuck. And it's like hanging over my head. Like I'm like, God damn it. They're just going the belching. Over. Yes, because I was so embarrassed and like that was the worst. Oh my God. I had like Why? I had left my husband. I was like on this road trip for like two weeks to like find myself for some like, weird shit. Like swing your bra above yes! your head. And, like what? Swing the bra around. Just being it. No, I was really sad. Oh. <laughs> Super sad. <laughs> I was just like trying to go home to visit. Uh one of my like really those family members have passed away anyways it just a lot of like hard bullshit like not and i i think for those reasons like i don't really remember a lot of the trip i didn't do anything regrettable i bought a really cool bong oh my god yeah it was beautiful broke i broke it on accident a long time ago anyways pink and iridescent it was a mermaid bong that's yeah. another story that's super funny because that was like whatever anyways so yeah then cherish's parents show up and, you know, my kid's there and I'm like, oh, you should go say hi. And <clears throat> I had said hi really briefly. And your dad just looked like he was judging me. And I was like, God, he remembers. 
he remembers and i remember not really but i know what happened and i want to get out i want to leave anyways arlo said hi and he was like mom come hang out and i was like you know that's fine like i don't need to it's okay <laughs> you go say hi i won't <laughs> okay. i'm gonna stay back i'll just be in the shadows you go distract them go distract them be cute be cute that's all we need i noticed that on our last episode i said that my childhood was normal yeah but i forgot to mention the fact that my parents were like conservative christians <laughs> so not that so normal. not normal <laughs> but like i mean except for that it was good they're still good people they're not like could out, definitely be worse out here there is like a very specific type of that kind of christian that is yeah they're not like that anymore my dad is still on the conservative side but we just we don't talk about it ever right that's a rule that i have yeah you know, in situations like that like if unless you want to have like an actual discussion you which know? you would like my my mom and my brother are both the people that will get mad explode and then walk away and my dad and i are the ones that will like sit and talk and like yeah. oh well i disagree with you but this is why and just like stay calm right. and just like well let's just agree to disagree on most yeah. things but some things that we just we don't even right. i'm not even going to talk about it but my mom has always just kind of been like neutral we're just going to go with the flow whatever whatever mm -hmm. she's feeling in the moment now she smokes a, a lot of weed so i mean thanksgiving if you were stoned like that's not a problem that's like pretty common 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 thanksgiving practice right in my parents house like get stoned and then eat all i remember from that little blip there's a photo of my brother and i like hard styling in front of the car mm -hmm. but i think that was at his dad's house it and was I, I took it i do remember being there what a funny thing yeah okay. what was um, that 2000 so 2015, 14, it doesn't matter. A long time ago. Right. Yeah, I bet it was 14 or 15. Yeah. Dang, dude, we're old. I've been realizing that more and more yeah, lately. I, I told you I like <clears throat> started drinking red wine. Not like excessively, but just like I'll have a glass once I get home. I like a nice glass of wine at the end of the night, you know, like I just, it makes me, it's just like a nice little thing. It makes me feel like a fancy little bitch, you know, yeah, I, I love bouge. Yeah. Well, yeah. I like that every once in a while, you know, yeah. I, got, I got a silk robe, just like uh -huh. any other old lady. Mm -hmm. I was yeah. sitting here working last night and Patrick walked in and he was like, I drink the rest of your bottle of wine. <laughs> the house smells like, okay. And he had a, he had an earbud and he goes, I'm listening to Dateline right now. <laughs> Who are you? <laughs> what the fuck? And then he walked out. <laughs> I love Patrick. I listen to Dateline. <gasps> I love his, his photo, his photo of him <laughs> listening on the toilet. Wait, what? You sent you sent me a a screenshot of your text messages and it's him like on the toilet smiling and oh, he's like I'm listening to the podcast right now. Oh yeah. <laughs> he's not on the toilet. He's in bed. That's our bedroom. Okay. Hold on a sec. If you glance, I can totally see how it could look like that. It looks like it's, it's sitting. Hair legs. 
We're all oh my god, no. He's on the toilet. That's it. All right, I'm going to have to put this on the Instagram so you can see what we're talking about. I sent Laura an unrelated screenshot of me and Patrick's conversation, but he's lying in bed on his side, much like I am right now, and he's reading a book, and he's got a blanket pulled up close to him, but she thought that was, like, maybe his leg. I definitely <laughs> thought it was his legs. If you think that, then it looks like he has no, like, hips or stomach at all. It's just, like, his I chest, chest and then legs. <laughs> Oh, I love it. It looks so stupid if you think that's his legs. Oh my I'm going to have to draw what he would look like if mm-hmm. that were his body His proportion. Rex Tangle, man. <laughs> so hilarious. Oh my God, I'm so happy. I love that you thought that. No, he was sitting in bed. He was showing me that he was reading a book that I bought him. Oh, uh, I only pay half attention to most things. Okay. And that's... That was amazing. My eyes are getting really bad. Speaking of getting old, like get some glasses, you know, but Mm -hmm. that means they gotta go in. It's not that expensive. Well, if you just do the eye exam, which is what you gotta do. It's not that. It's that I have to go. Right. You have to do it. Yeah. (laughs) I get that. I totally get that. Do they have like an online one? Yeah. That would be perfect. No. Oh. I think they might. It's like at home eye test. I'll be it. Perfect. I would, I, would, I would do so much better. I like panic. I like stress yeah. out. They're like, is this one better or this one? I'm like, fuck, I don't, I don't, I don't know. <laughs> they look Tell the me same. Which one. Tell me which one. <laughs> which, which one's better? Oh, they're like, it's you. No, you tell me. <laughs> I just want to make you happy. Okay. I just want to make you happy. I want to get what kind of glasses do you want me to have? <laughs> I'm sorry. I don't know. Uh, it totally happens right. to me though. I feel so. I'm like, uh, okay. well, like I need just, to make a decision really quickly. Just social anxiety in general. Like I say the worst things all the time. Like why? And then my problem is like I I wish, <clears throat> and I don't mean this to be insensitive in any way to anybody who operates like this, but like I wish that I was someone who just stopped talking when they were anxious uh, above anything else i wish that i was that way because i i like it's like watching a train wreck and you're like get back in get back in get back stop stop you're like looking around you like they shut know up. shut up you idiot shut up. i do that so many times oh my god that's so funny oh les was telling me so i met up with this person who i like think is really cool and I, I told you about them. They have a dog that plays with my dog and they just make really cool jewelry and they're just a cool person mm-hmm. that like whatever. And I was like very nervous to meet them because they're just like super fucking cool. And um, I couldn't stop talking. I couldn't. Mm-hmm. And they're like very, they're just like a very calm person. Mm-hmm. And I am not. Clearly. Uh-huh. You can tell. Anyways, so I'm telling Celeste, like, I did that thing. And she was like, it's not as bad as you think it is. And I was Mm -hmm. like, wait, you've seen it? Excuse me? And she's like, yeah, I've seen it. I was like, I hate this right now. (laughs) You're supposed to tell me that you've never seen it and it doesn't exist. She was like, no, it's cute. Like, it's like She's right, though. Like, that people think that you're just like super outgoing and friendly and they enjoy listening to it dude it happens to me all the fucking time where i'm like 
I'll go to an event or, you know, a wedding or something where I'm along, around a lot of strangers and people. Yeah. I don't know. I'm very uncomfortable. I talk a lot, a lot, a lot, a lot. And then I leave and I'm like, oh my God, I'm the most awkward person in the world. Right. And then they're like, you're so warm and friendly. And like, you totally just like took over every, like, every, and just made it so much fun. And I was like, oh my God, thank God. What the fuck? Well, it's totally that whole, like, we've had that conversation before where it's like, I'm having an internal dialogue and everybody knows that internal dialogue. Everyone knows what's going through my mind, which like all the, the whole time you're like, I want out. <laughs> Get me out. I <laughs> also, And then just the words stop, 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 stop the whole time. I'm fine and like friendly and everything until unless I'm like drinking and then it quickly, I stop being nice and it goes from <laughs> so like drinking in social situations like that is like not an option for me because I will that like filter of like knowing it's bad. I was out with some people. It was for somebody's birthday, my boyfriend's like friend's birthday. And I was like, yeah, I'll go out. I'll go out. That's fine. <clears throat> and um, I drank a couple double IPAs or something stupid like that because I didn't want to be out in public and I drank them really quick and everybody's like getting ready to go and it's at a brewery which like for the record I fucking hate that shit like it's <laughs> not my favorite place to be I don't like be I don't understand it like I could drink beer at home and not spend three times the amount or be surrounded by like grain silos like Ugh. this is dumb anyways that so the guy who's Right. The guy whose birthday it is, he walks up and he's like, hey, guys, we're all going to go to like a couple more breweries because they were like going on a brewery tour for his birthday. And I looked at him and just like this was like, oh, man, as as exciting as that sounds, you're going to have to count me out of that one, bud. Jesus, dude. Like, I wouldn't have said that if I wasn't like, and it was literally like, probably the equivalent of like three beers, you know, where I was like, I don't fucking care anymore. That's yeah. fine. Like, Jesus, dude. That's right where I stopped caring too. Three drinks. Not boom. So yeah. I mean, have laughed about that happening more than once because like, for real though, that sounds like a nightmare scape. Like, I'm not interested in that, but no. Lord, you could have been a little more tactful. Like maybe. <laughs> It's his birthday, you asshole. Like, <laughs> fuck your birthday. You're a loser. This sounds fucking lame, dude. Have fun. Bye. Tight eyes, shirt wearing ass. The fuck out of here. This is a house of learned doctors. <laughs> oh, oh my god. The night that I met husband number two, your number brother, two. I was like standing outside of the clipper at yeah. um in olympia and he came up to me and like told me like introduced himself or whatever and i was like oh funny facebook keeps trying to tell us we should be friends because we have like 150 mutual friends or something crazy like right. that and um he's like oh i'm i'm never i'm never on facebook and i was like oh oh you're never on facebook oh my god you're like so fucking cool that's how you rope him in, man. I tell you what, that's how you find a man with mommy issues right there. That yeah, it worked that's... immediately. I don't know why. I was not even interested in him. I was I was 
genuinely being a douche. I was like, oh, you're fucking, you're so fucking cool. <laughs> you have it, but you're not on it. Oh, damn. I'm impressed. I don't know why they love that. I stopped doing that and I started um, attracting the right kind of person, but. See that? I, yeah, I don't, um, I don't think I know. Well, that's not true. I don't care a lot of the time. But I also like that I I will fuck with you because I give a shit also, you know, like I'll give you a little bit of shit. I'll be kind of an asshole. I'm just like kind of an asshole by nature, you know, I'm just I'm like, like <laughs> it's like a little pinch. I got I'm just, I like, a little kind of edgy. I'm just, yeah. you know, I just I don't know. I'm kind of quirky, <laughs> kind of edgy, kind of mm, I'm just like wild, you know. <laughs> Like, not your average girl, you know? Oh, God. You know what the internet has taught me a lot about? Um, what? 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 Is the whole pick me situation. Pick me girls. What's that? It's like a whole conversation on the internet. Um, and it, the conversation is just, like, women who are, like, oh, yeah, I, like, don't wear a lot of makeup. I don't do that. Like, why would you do that? Can you believe that she does that? Or, like, girls, you, you know, girl, like, I've known girls mm -hmm. like that, um, people like that. And it's like, yeah, man, that's funny. I think I was a person like that probably I, in high school, shortly well, after high school. I'm sure we all were at some point, you know, especially our generation, us mm -hmm. oldies, oldies over here. Yeah, but then at some point you learn that, like, everyone's like a beautiful goddess right <laughs> i mean yeah <laughs> yes yep, yep we're all beautiful mm -hmm. goddesses yeah no matter what we smell like ring ring hello cherish you're not gonna believe this <gasps> what you know how i normally struggle with the d yeah Oh yeah. Um, well, you're not you're not gonna believe this. Uh, today, I strangely had a very rare occurrence of something known as the C. Constipation. Oh no. <laughs> Have you ever heard about colon broom? Colon broom? No. It cleanses your colon and helps create regular bowel movements, improving digestion and your gut health. Holy mackerel. Does it help your weight goals become easy to reach? And is it keto and fasting friendly? Yes, it is. Whoa. And if you use promo code WORSTDAY10, you can get $10 off and free shipping. No way. Way. Whoa, you should probably get yourself some colon broom and fix that C problem you've got. I agree. Okay, uh, thanks. Bye-bye. Holy shit, Cherish, where did you get that really cute strawberry pipe? I got it at shopcanastyle.com. What is that? It is this beautiful website where you can get the cutest pipes, bongs, smoking accessories ever. They've got things that look like cactuses. They've got pipes that look like cherries and flowers and uh, berries and celestial themed things, stuff with mushrooms on it. It's all just really super adorable. 
Whoa. If you use promo code THE WORST DAY OF MY LIFE in all caps, you get 10% off. Go to shopcannastyle.com, use our promo code, and get yourself something cute. Yeah, or something cute for somebody you love. Let's do it. Uh, let's do it. <laughs> okay. okay. Bye. Bye-bye. This email is from our good buddy, Julia. Okay? Okay. Julia is the email queen, um, and we're going to be hearing a lot from her. I asked in our group. I said, why the fuck has no one sent us an email? It's been like six months. Like, someone, please. Help. Like, you have stories. I know you do. I'm not... I'm not real specific on what we need. Like, just send us a story. And she sent us a bunch. So thank you, Julia. Thanks, You're Julia. Cool. Appreciate you. Julia says, okay, so I got sick of waiting an entire week to hear your voices. Whew, you had to wait a lot longer than that. Um, and started re-listening again from the beginning. In episode four, Megan tells a story about dropping her diva cup in the toilet and having someone walk in on her <laughs> naked. While my story isn't quite as embarrassing, it is similar. I made a post on the Facebook group about my bestie taking me to Universal, and it was so awesome. While we were there, of course, we both had to stop in for a pee break in the Jurassic Park souvenir shop. It was a pretty small bathroom for the amount of people there, and we both needed to shit. Nice. My bestie, let's call her E, just in case this is too embarrassing for her, was also, uh, was also on her period, and she uses a cup. 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 While I'm sitting there emptying my bowels and checking it. <laughs> Thanks, Maria. Yeah. Love that. <laughs> emptying my bowels and checking up on my phone, I get a message from her saying, I dropped my cup in the toilet. Oh, no, no. There's poo-poo in there. Oh, I'm, trying to stifle, I'm trying to stifle my laughter. But then another message comes in. Can you help me? I promise it's not too gross. What? Sorry. It's gross. There's no way it's not too gross. There's nothing. there. What? Help. Oh, she will usually pick the handicapped bathroom. So there's a sink in the stall for her to wash her cup. But there was a long line and she didn't get to use that oh stall. Oh, God. I say, okay, complete with a cry laughing emoji. Next thing I know, a little bundle wrapped in toilet paper is oh. being passed under the stall to me. <laughs> Thank God we were lucky enough to get stalls next to each other. I'm like, okay, cool. I've never had to do this, but I'm sure it's not that hard. I finished up my business and bravely walked out to the busy sinks to try and wash my hands and my best friend's cup. Oh, <gasps> my God. Nope. Sorry. Not doing that for anybody. I'm trying to be discreet about it as much as possible, but with people pushing by, it was kind of hard to hide. So some random lady washing her hands next to me asked, is that your cup? <laughs> Which to me is such a weird question. Like, who else's cup would I have? But it's not mine. <laughs> oh, that's hilarious. Oh, my God. Ooh, but it's not mine. And I have anxiety. And I don't want to talk to strangers in busy bathrooms. So... <laughs> trying to get her to quit speaking to me and i'm just like no it's my friend oh my god 
Oh my god. <sighs> the look on the lady's face was just flabbergasted, but she was just like, oh, well, does your friend like it? <laughs> she really just wanted, like, cup information. So I say back, yeah, I think she likes it a lot. And I hunch over to try to finish cleaning it thoroughly and discreetly so as to avoid having more people ask me about my best friend's cup that I'm washing. <laughs> wow. I get it clean and hand it back to her under the stall. She reinserts it. Oh, my God. Don't worry. I swear it was antibacterial soap. Oh, I wasn't worried about that. Thanks, so. <laughs> And our day continues. Jesus. Ooh, well, definitely. That's, I mean, that's a good friend. Good job, Julia. That's a real good friend, because there's no fucking way I would do that for anybody. Oh, I would. I totally would. But I'm just, well. All right. Well, you're I a mean, better person. No, I'm just disgusting. I I'd think... do it if I had gloves on. Yeah? Mm -hmm. Yeah, I don't know. I mean, to be Black fair, uh, pathogens are yeah. a serious concern, Laura. <laughs> okay. Sorry if that was really loud. This goes, and did you, do you ever get the notification where it's like reducing noise and you're like, oh, okay, all right. No, I don't, but I'm, <laughs> it sounds like something that happens to you. <laughs> Not high. What? I, what? No. Never, I, I was just asking happened. to see if you did. Not. I'm always very calm and quiet. That has never happened to me, ever. <laughs> Not a single time. Never. I feel like those cups are just like full of, like there's things that go wrong all the time, you know? <laughs> They're an accident waiting to happen. They are. I mean, it's an embarrassing them. moment waking to, waiting to happen. Absolutely. Mm -hmm. I get it. She says, uh, well, definitely not the worst day of my life by any means. I can only imagine the thoughts going through the head of the lady who asked me about the cup. Is it normal cup culture to have your friends wash your cup for you? What? That's a uh, awkward conversation. Is that yours? <laughs> well, uh, uh, why would you? Actually, why it's do not. You to, why do you have to ask that, though? It's so weird. I would never... Uh, he is insistent that I should try a cup, even telling me she'll buy one for me. And while I'm not opposed, it's these exact situations that make me yep. worried to actually try it. Yes, Julia. So I guess yep. uh, don't ask strangers about the cup they're washing because you might not get the answer you're expecting. From your biggest fan in Florida, maybe even the entire country, Julia. Cool. <laughs> Thanks, Thanks Julia. Julia. I loved the cup and... I don't have to worry about that stuff anymore at this moment in time. So that's even better. I would rather, I mean, <clears throat> I don't know, depending on the brand that I don't, I would rather, I just don't, I don't like any of it. I don't like it all at all. At, at all. But you have to do something. I mean, and it's yeah. just so much less waste. It is. Well, and it's also, dude, tampons are uncomfortable. That shit's uncomfortable. Like, I don't, it's uncomfortable. Yeah. I don't is. like it. And it's full of shit that, like, shouldn't be in your body. Right. Like, not, no, I don't like it. I'm a sensitive girl, okay? Yeah. I'm a sensitive, like, a big, big, big girl problems. Sensitive. I remember when those, like, were first coming out and, like, getting popular you know the cup yeah 
and people were like so grossed out by it and it always kind of like i i guess i understand to a point but also like i don't know it's all gross like it's all gonna be kind of sure, gross it's also like, like not that gross it's really it's not like, like you should be used to it by now right you too. just grow up a little bit i don't mm -hmm. know what's grosser never mind anyways <laughs> We don't need to talk about what's grosser. It's fine. We can. It's cool. Look how red my face turns when I drink wine. It's not it's starting. It's starting though. That happens to me too, though. I have a I have a uh, rash right now. Here, maybe you can. Here, we can compare. It's oh yeah. Eating uh rice and dairy. What? Yep. Do you see that right here? Rice. I think it's like a. I don't know what it is, but every time I eat. I had Chipotle for dinner and I, so <clears throat> I'm really not big on this whole, like I am allergic to every food thing, but like I am allergic to a lot of fucking foods and Me too. it's like, I eat them anyways, but I'm uncomfortable now. I have a few that are like that. So avocados like that for me, I can eat it, uh -huh. but I know, but my mouth will be like itchy yep. for a while. And then there's other ones like pistachios, cashews, uh, things like that that'll make me just vomit, 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 vomit. Really? Yup. Oh, yeah. Well, sucks. Shouldn't go vegan anytime soon. That would really cut out a lot of things. I don't plan on it. <laughs> That's a good one. Thanks. I like meats and cheeses. You know, I do too. I've I've never had a like menstrual cup incident. <laughs> Not a single time. And you think speaking of food allergies, I've never had a <laughs> menstrual cup incident. How, how to tell that there's two people with ADD having a conversation. Uh -huh. We're actually having four. Welcome. Yeah. <laughs> it's so fucking Dave. cute. Scout, when Dave walks in the house, she goes, Hi Dave. <laughs> I'm so excited to see her. Oh my god, I know. She's, oh my god. She's such a monster, but she's so fucking cute. She is so cute. She I sucks. I like, well, yeah, I mean, you guys have got, you've got a good setup, though, between the two of you, you know? We just had to, like, develop a new schedule to help Patrick keep his sanity during my busy season. Yeah. Because Xiao is also like peak toddler, great psycho at the moment. So, you know, he needs breaks. And I'm kind of uh, a workaholic. Yeah. Where if you don't stop me, like I will work and work and work and work and work and work and work, and work until like great. three in the morning. So we decided that Mondays are going to be Mama Monday. Where he has total, he can do whatever the fuck he wants all day long. He can go away, he can stay, he can do chores, he can run errands, he can drink in a hammock, he can whatever the fuck he wants. And then Family Friday is we all hang out together, but I also Wait. don't work. So that's good. Yeah, except I definitely have some sessions scheduled on Mondays. Cheer it. Uh, no, I think I only have one, but it was it was before. We made this arrangement. Oh, okay. Well, that's okay. fair. I didn't do it on purpose. It's so important to have time to yourself. Yeah. 
and like just as a parent in general you know like if you don't make time you just you lose yourself big time mm -hmm. i've noticed such a huge difference like now that my kids on a schedule well for both of us you know not that it wasn't manageable before because it was but like without family and stuff out here it's just kind of tricky you know yeah like you end up just being a parent all all, all, the, time. all the time which um yeah like when you when you have to do it you just you just do it you know right. it's not it's not like it's exceptionally shitty or anything but it's when you can get a break it's like fuck yes right. give me a break you know well and i feel like now that we're on this schedule it's not like it used to be like i would get these breaks and i would like just sit in silence in the house like i wouldn't mm -hmm. even really do anything i would just kind of decompress but now it's like i don't need to as much i'm just like oh i'm gonna like get up and like walk around a lake or like do an extra workout or fucking be a nerd with my dog and teach him something stupid podcast do a podcast that's what yeah. i do on my wednesday nights yeah yeah super important good on you guys for you know yeah i mean i i couldn't i couldn't do it all the time i would go insane it's gotten better but for a while there i was being triggered by scouts screaming i remember you saying that yeah or like it her just having a normal ass toddler tantrum my brain was like oh fuck I'm being screamed at i'm being yelled at scary scary run away kind of thing yeah and i was just kind of shutting myself outside and like shaking and breathing and crying and being like what the fuck is this like why am i afraid of my child well it's intense it sucks man and like it has it has not been happening lately i think or you know this last week i think because We've gotten her to calm down on the screaming for one. Good. And two, I think like I'm getting over that whole triggering session that I was dealt. Right. It sucked, man. And I didn't I didn't know that it was a common thing. And I looked it up and it is like Oh yeah, for sure. Yeah, where people will get their hair pulled or get, you know, be wrestling with their kids or be, you know, whatever their kid when they're a toddler and they slap you in the face, you know, but just yeah. immediately being triggered into abusive relationship from the past and being yeah. having your fight, flight, freeze, fawn thing triggered. And it, um, luckily mine is flying. Like I leave. Yep. That would suck if it was, if I like tried to punch my baby in the face because they triggered me. Like, seriously, I thought about that. I was like, what the fuck would, like, that sucks. Yeah. Because it, it's not something that I can, that I feel like I had a lot of control over. It was like, right. this is scaring you leave, you know? Right. right. And my body just did it. So I don't know. It was something that I wanted to mention because like, if it happens to you, you're not alone. It's common, but uh, it's gotten a lot better. I think just, just not talking to him has made everything better. Well, yeah, I mean, that was just not, Durr. yeah, utter. Well, and I think there's a lot of like parenthood and like motherhood, especially that is just derived in guilt. And like, there's so many things that happen that are like normal thought patterns or like things that you're going through that just aren't really talked about. 
I remember when I came out that same time that we went to Thanksgiving and um, I was away from my son for two weeks, I think it was. And I was afraid to call because I would get screamed at Mm because I was getting harassed the whole time after I had been encouraged to go to take this trip. But I was being accused of, you know, doing all these things when I was like sleeping on my brother's couch, (laughs) like really just like trying to see my grandfather's house for the last time. But I remember um, my brother standing in a doorway in the house and saying, don't you miss your son? Don't you want to get back to him? And I was like, yeah, I don't think you really understand what's going on, though. You know, Mm -hmm. he was like. I just don't understand why you don't want to be there with him. And I was just like, yeah, I bet you don't. And I think there's a lot of like that kind of shit for people, you know, where it's like you, you need to be able to take care of yourself in order to be a good parent. If there's one thing you can pass on to your kid, it's that it's Mm -hmm. the idea that like, and I have this conversation with families. you know, I work really closely with families in their homes Every single mom that I work with, I have this conversation where I'm just like, your kids need to know that you have needs also, and that you aren't this like endless giving thing, Mm -hmm. because that's how you lose yourself. And so like, to pass on with my son, you know, I'll I'll let him know there'll be days just like he has days where like, you know, I just don't have as many spoons. And Mm -hmm. do we still do things together? Absolutely. But I'll just be like, hey, man, I'm just not not feeling it today, you know, mm-hmm. and we navigate that together. And, and then in turn, like he also feels comfortable letting me know when he needs space or he needs whatever, you know, and it's like built this trust. I don't know. I could talk endlessly about like communicating with your children about yeah. health emotions. And like, it's something that I've done professionally for a very long time, but also just like having my own kid. It's so important and it mm-hmm. makes huge difference and like you've got you've got to and especially little boys like please teach your little boys to be emotionally intelligent oh my god please 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 like please teach them that it's like okay to communicate their wants and needs and their emotions and like okay to cry yep that's fine and like you know my son's kind of reached this age where He's wanting to keep those things a little more like close to the chest, which I told like, that's healthy. That's great. I actually was on the phone with somebody who works with him today, yesterday. And they were telling me that they were impressed with how he was like very open, but in a healthy way, like wasn't telling them everything. He wasn't. Yeah. They were like, he's very like emotionally intelligent and the words Mm -hmm. that he uses, like, it's very clear that he has somebody like working with him. Like he's conscious of like all, all of this, you know, which is really important. But yeah, he's reached a point where he just like kind of keeps it close to the chest. And I always have this conversation with him where I say, you know, I can tell that something's bothering you. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm not going to dig because I don't want to teach him that like women around him are going to a solve those problems for him and b guess the way that he's feeling like he needs to communicate that. Love it. And so he'll, you know, he'll be like nothing. Blah, 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 and I'll be like, okay, um, I'm just letting you know that 
then if you're not going to do anything about this, I don't want to hear about it. That's the rule in the house. If you aren't going to like take space, if you're not going to like do some art, read a book, like take a fucking bath. He really likes to do (laughs) face masks and like, like bury himself in blankets and like, Oh my God, I love it. a a show on the tv like in my huge bed and put on a face mask but like if you're not gonna do something for yourself then i then no you don't get to act out about it you don't get to do any of that you take your time like Mm -hmm. it's not my fucking problem and like it's gotten to a point now where like he'll start acting up you know or what and i get it you know i always tell him like i understand why you're acting this way but it doesn't excuse your behavior you don't get it's not just like well because no no, you don't treat people like that. Mm-hmm. Um, and I kind of touched on that, like the last episode where it's like, you can't, you just can't talk to people that way. Mm-hmm. You can't treat people that way. And, you know, when we're debriefing, which like also debrief with your kids, don't have incidents with them and then just like leave it. Don't sweep it under the rug. Talk to them about it afterwards. Ask them what their understanding was of what happened. Make sure that they get like, you know, and like work together and figure out how you can avoid it in the future. Are you going to? Probably not. You're probably not going to avoid it in the future, but you totally will have a better conversation about it and it mm-hmm. probably won't last as long. Mm-hmm. Something that, I mean, I didn't really learn truly about communication until, you know, well, well, well into adulthood and how mm-hmm. how important it is for the, the closest relationships in yeah. your life. Yeah. Keeping shit to yourself and then letting it just mm-hmm. eat away at you and brood and brood and brood and get angry and angrier when you could just bring it up in the moment and maybe it's nothing. Patrick and I are so fucking good at that. Like yeah. the moment something comes up that there's any sort of misunderstanding or any sort of like, huh, wait a second. Right. We bring it up immediately. And it's usually a misunderstanding. Yep. It's usually something really fucking little and we squash it immediately and we never get mad about it. Like right. nothing ever evolves into something that it shouldn't be because we talk about it before it gets there. Yep. And I've never had that in any relationship before. It's always been like, hmm, I wonder what he's thinking. I wonder why he doesn't know what I'm thinking. I wonder why that person is acting like this because, you know, I wouldn't do that. Everybody's different. You have to talk about shit. You have to get it out. Otherwise, Mm -hmm. it's going to damage everything. Right. Well, and I think you also, though, have to know, because I'm someone who definitely, like, I had to learn how to, I like to fix things immediately. And sometimes that's just not going to work. And so I have to know when to, like, take a step back, think about what's going on, like, really just chill out. Mm Mm-hmm. And then have a conversation about it, which has caused issues. Like since learning how to do that, it causes issues for people, which is definitely like if you have someone telling you, I can't have a conversation with you calmly about this right now and I need you to leave it alone uh, and you're not going to respect that, like you need to evaluate how you communicate because Mm -hmm. that's crossing a boundary and you don't get to tell someone when they have to talk about something, you know? And like, that's me just being like, Hey, this isn't going to go the way that we want it to. It's not, it's not going to work out. It's not going to be beneficial. I'm not going to be able to. And that takes time. I don't know. Communication is such an interesting thing because everybody obviously communicates differently and like attachment styles play into it and all that kind of stuff. And it, 
it evolves as you get older and you experience more things. And I mean, I would say like, it's important to understand those things in any relationship because, Mm -hmm. you know, again, like in my, in my line of work where I work like really closely with people, I need to be very clear about everything and like be someone who people feel like they can communicate easily with. I mean, it could cost me my job if I was like really fucking difficult. Right. Mm -hmm. And everything just goes so much smoothly, smoother if you're just fucking easy to communicate with or like is working on that and you help them like figure out how to communicate those things. Mm -hmm. Well, that's what, yeah, that's what Patrick and I have been doing together this whole time is just like learning because we've never known how to do it well because we've always been yelled at or like pushed away when we tried to say anything and that's like what you were just saying just made me think of husband number two and our like our thing was that like I'm the person that I got to take a break I got to think I got to sit and like see it from your point of view and see it from mine and really think about it and figure it out and have some time alone and he's the I gotta fix it right 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 now and if you're not gonna fix it now I'm gonna like you're you're trying to leave and never fix it that's what was going on in his head so he would try to hold me there and like keep me there to talk about it and fix it and my brain and body was like I need to get the fuck out of here or I'm gonna freak out and then it was just like him being like if you get the fuck out of here i'm gonna freak out you know right. you need to stay here so it was just the worst kind of relationship like the worst kind right. of well and we both needed it, something totally different from each other and we, right it stressed us out to not have it well and that's like you know attachment styles play into that a lot because anxious attachments they need to keep you there you know and it sucks because you guys will get really tired of hearing this, but like it all, it all, it all stems from your childhood. It does. It all mm-hmm. stems from your childhood. Your attachment with your, your parent is what made you the way that you are. I'm looking up That's attachment it. styles. Cause I don't really even know anything about them. There's anxious and there's avoidant. And then there's a combined attachment and then there's healthy, like a healthy attachment. So your anxious attachment needs to be with someone. I mean, I feel like it's in the name, right? Avoidant, you need to run away. You can't be with somebody. I mean, and what sucks is that typically anxious attachments seek out avoidant attachments and vice versa, because it's it's not a healthy attachment. That's Mm -hmm. not, you've gone through something that has caused you to either learn that only you can provide for yourself and refuse to let anybody else provide for you that's avoidant mm-hmm. or <clears throat> you need that outside person you need to feel grounded and it's usually like a fear of abandonment you can't you you feel like everybody's going to leave i sorry i'm the i'm avoidant yep um and he is the anxious, uh, anxious. Yep. yep well and it's interesting so i'm a combination of the two which is not fun And it really depends on like the situation, you know, and it's kind of that like, you know, we were like joking around about like being a fucking weirdo and being like, stop, stop, stop. Like, that's how my attachment style is where Mm -hmm. I'm like, I want like when I go, I want to go back and I can't. And it's when I'm there, I want to leave. And it's like, Mm -hmm. yeah, but like 
above anything else, like all, I will give this advice, like you have to work on those things to be a good partner and you have to look them in the eye and like, you don't necessarily have to like go down those dark roads and like, look at why you're that way, because I'm sure that you know why you're that way anyways. Like you don't need somebody to tell you what you do need to know is like, you know, how your brain works. And like, there's a lot of literature out there that you can read about these things and it will make your life so much easier. It's rough when you first start learning about it because as someone, I mean, I'm sure for you, an avoidant person, like there's probably things that like you're not crazy about that are like, you know, just your go-tos, you know, like avoidant people are very scared of not being enough. That's like their biggest Mm -hmm. thing. They like, and so they recede because of it. And you know, but you have to break those things down to learn from them and life gets a little bit easier. But like back to kids, I mean, that's how you like teach to have a healthy attachment. And that's where, like I see with my own son, I mean, I spend so much time worrying about like how he's going to end up, you know, Mm -hmm. the older I get, like, especially when, you know, like we just started with this new schedule change where he's, you know, spending the night at his dad's and like, Mm-hmm. He is super stoked to go there and he has no issue going there. And when he comes back, he's happy to be back. And there's no, like, there's not an issue and it's healthy, you know? Anyways, you should read Attached. I don't know who it's by. Attached, the new science of adult attachment and how it can help you find and keep love by Amir Levine, MD, and Rachel S.F. Heller, M.A. There you go. So it's good to learn about those things, you know? Is it though? Because I've already found the love of my life. So do I really have to worry about it? <laughs> well, it sounds like you've done the work that you need to do. You I don't, don't know if it did, but. Well, you don't strike me as dangerous, avoidant. Yeah, it's interesting. I didn't, I mean, I've like, I've known that like love languages were a thing. I didn't I mean, know, really. That's kind of like, that's kind of bullshit. Honestly, in my opinion, I think there's like, I feel like that really got pushed. And like, sure, people like being shown that they're cared about in a specific way. But like, I don't know, it's more complex than that. You know what I mean? Like, of course. it's just whatever. I don't know. That's also coming from somebody who's very much just like, what childhood trauma did you endure and why are you that way? Like, that's all I care about. You know, like every relationship I've been in, I'm like, it's your mother, isn't it? <laughs> it's your mother. Men, please handle your relationship with your mother. Jesus Ugh. Christ. Just handle it. I mean, women, yeah. people handle it. But like from my sample size, please handle your relationship with your mother. <laughs> God, anybody else watching this Netflix thing about Jeffrey Dahmer? Oh my gosh, I so good. I just started the first episode right before we started this recording, so I will continue it. It's so good, it's so scary. So fucking that actor's doing such a good job. God, he's so well, and what's so wild too is like, so I live in the Midwest. Mm-hmm. and like there's a very specific type of person out here okay it's a very specific type of person Blonde, skinny, well yeah white. so when I moved here I was like aware that I was shorter than everybody but like 
very much so. Like Ooh. people are super Scandinavian out here. Yeah. Um, super tall and skinny and like very, very white. I feel like I was the shortest person in Wisconsin as well. For for sure you were. For sure you were. Yeah. There's a very yeah, everybody's like Swedish and shit. I don't yeah. I don't know. But yeah, it's been interesting watching that because first of all, like the accents, like they just did a really good job. Totally. Um, yeah. I was very pleased to hear that I don't have too bad of an accent on the podcast. You have a little bit of one though. It's there. Um it's there. Cool. Don't you know? Oh boy, that's there. Yeah. I tell you what. I'm in Minnesota. I love Minnesota. Just love it out here. We go to the Mall of America, you know? Near <laughs> down to America? Chicago if I'm really feeling spicy. Oh, that pizza in Chicago. <laughs> My God. Okay. Cool. But I I'm not usually afraid of like serial killer shit, but I tell you what, that guy, yeah, he's a scary guy. We were just watching it. I was just watching it with Sophie and I was like, God, like, it's so fucking scary that there are people, there Mm -hmm. are people like that. There are people like that in this world that are living amongst other people and just hunting. Right. Well, and it's so weird because later he describes like it's just a compulsion. Like he just had to do it. Right. But how many people have that? A lot. Probably a lot. Yeah. That's right. Probably a lot. Well, I think that also, like, out here, and I know this is, like, very cliche. Everything you say is cliche. Don't even worry about it. <laughs> it's great. I feel like the weather here really does something to your brain. Yeah. And out there, you guys have, there's a lot of serial killers that came from there, too. But, like, the yeah. cold here and, like, the desolate, I mean, there's fucking nothing, man. Like, it's a whole bunch of nothing. When I saw you, Fargo. You, oh. <laughs> You know what's funny is like you try and tell people here that they sound like the people like Fargo and they're like, oh no, we don't. We don't like they fucking do. You guys just can't hear yourselves. Like Jesus Christ. But yeah, it's it's desolate. It's very like I always get I get the big sads, you know. I'll go up to I'll go I'll go on up to Duluth if I'm feeling real homesick, find some cool rocks. But that's like you really that's two and a half hours up north, you know? Yeah. And uh, <laughs> there's nothing. If you have a story you'd like to send us, we would love to read it. We would love send to it. Read it. We want to read it. The worst day podcast at gmail.com. And you can find all, all the other places to follow us and hang out with us in the little link in your episode description there. Did you just put on lipstick or did you already have that on? This is what my mouth looks like. What happened? Um, it's the lighting and also my my whip's a wooey chap. Just getting dry out here. Oh, okay. I understand. <laughs> Listen, I put on some wood lipstick just for you. I thought you put on some wood lipstick. It looked like it. Okay. Anyway, thank you for listening. Just please remember that it could always be worse. So much and worse. We'll see you next, next Tuesday. Tuesday. Bye. 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 Bye.